This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800-579-4967. 800-579-4967. Welcome back to 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. So as I said, I was in Las Vegas last week for the Shooting Hunting Outdoor Trade Show. It was a good show, and I hope that you enjoyed our coverage on NRA TV, where, of course, you can catch Cam and Company each and every weekday, live, 2 p.m. Eastern. Also on the uh, Sirius XM Patriot 125 channel at midnight Eastern. Uh, I had a chance to meet, I got to say, just so many incredible folks. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I got a chance to uh, talk with uh, Aaron Lewis, uh, Craig Morgan, uh, both part of uh, NRA Country. Uh, our friend Phil Labonte, lead singer of All That Remains. Uh, stop by David Webb from Sirius XM Patriot, Dana Lash from The Blaze. Uh, but I got to tell you, the, the folks I always am most inspired by are our veterans. And I was just I was just humbled uh, to spend time with guys like Medal of Honor recipient Clinton Romache, who was there with ADCOR Defense, Mark Geist, uh, Oz, uh, one of the survivors of Benghazi, uh, was actually our very first guest. Uh, in our SHOT Show coverage. We had uh, uh, Major Ed Polito with the Folds of Honor Foundation on the program. We had uh, retired Navy SEALs like uh, our friend Ron Bellin from Reaper Outdoors, Dwight Settle from SEAL One, um, Terry Shepard, a retired Green Beret, who's going to be starring in Outdoor Channel's Hollywood Weapons coming up in a couple of months. I had a chance to meet Terry Shepard for the first time. So, I mean, it was just, you know, to, to, to be around these guys uh, who have served and who have sacrificed so much. I mean, we're talking about just between the names that I mentioned, uh, probably uh, over 100 years of uh, active duty military experience between those men. Uh, Johnny uh, Joey Jones, uh, formerly of the boot campaign, uh, now uh, working with uh, Zach Brown uh, of Zach Brown Band. And uh, Southern Grind had a chance to uh, meet Johnny for the, or Joey for the first time. Uh, we've been following each other on Twitter for a couple of years, but hadn't had the opportunity to meet up yet. And what an amazing, inspirational guy. A, uh, a bomb tech, a uh, wounded warrior, uh, lost both of his legs on active duty. And he has just really dedicated himself to, uh, to helping and serving others. Uh, and again, I mean, you spend any amount of time with these individuals and you just... You walk away so humbled and so grateful for the fact that we have these brave men and women in this country uh, who will serve, who will sacrifice. 
and their families that that serve and sacrifice right alongside them to to be surrounded by these individuals this week, this past week. Well, at the same time, uh, watching what was unfolding in Washington, D.C., with the uh, violent protests of the uh, incoming Trump administration, it was um, it was quite a stark contrast. I got to tell you, because on the one hand, you have these men who have fought, who have bled, who have been forever changed in service for this country and trying to defend this nation and trying to make this country uh, a safe place. And then on the other hand, you've got these little losers who are out there trying to uh, tear down this nation. Uh, by the way, I, I find I do find it fascinating that uh, these individuals tend to uh, protest and uh, break windows and set fire to things in cities that are incredibly uh, blue cities. They're they're not actually hurting a bunch of people who voted for Donald Trump. They they do understand this, I think, on some level, uh, but I guess they prefer the ease of destroying, uh, if not the places where they live, the places where their ideological allies live, rather than actually, you know, trying to uh, uh, destroy a community where people might be willing and able to defend it. I, I, I do find that uh, interesting. So it was, um, it, it was, it was, I'm glad I wasn't in D.C. for the inauguration, uh, by the way. I flew back the day after the inauguration, the, uh, the day, the night of the, the big women's march in Washington, D.C. And I, I have to say I was really, really surprised because it was probably 10 o'clock or so at night by the time I got on the road. So the march had wrapped up for hours and hours. Um, there was no traffic on Interstate 95 South. None. I, I, I breezed home. And I was anticipating uh, that it would have been traffic jams. Again, it was pouring rain. The weather was bad. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if all those uh, folks who had attended, if they all lived in the suburbs, again, you know, D.C. and the suburbs, uh, a very blue uh, area. And you've got... Uh, uh, millions of people. So if you had, you know, uh, 500,000 uh, people, you could have 400,000 locals, uh, you know, with between Northern Virginia and uh, Maryland and D.C. itself. But I really thought that that it would still be uh, more of a pain to get home, that uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 the impact and the effects of the uh, attendees would have been felt there at 10 o'clock at night. But uh, no. No. So wherever they went, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that I didn't have to sit in traffic and was able to uh, uh, to get home. Uh, D.C. looked none the worse for wear uh, from the air anyway on the ground. Maybe a very uh, different story. And um, we'll, we'll you know, listen, we'll see what happens. I am uh, not sanguine about um, the left and its uh, reactions to the fact that uh, Donald Trump's presidency is now a reality. We will be up uh, in the D.C. area for CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, coming up here in just a few weeks. 
And I am anticipating that this is going to be a CPAC like we have not seen before. Uh, the amount of protests and disruptions both inside the event and outside the event are going to be, um, I mean, normally there really isn't any disruption. This year, I, I think it's going to potentially overshadow uh, the conference itself. But we'll be talking more about that in the uh, weeks ahead. All right, we've got some of your emails to get to later in the show. And also, when we come back, I want to talk about this fascinating story in Politico about a rural county in Wisconsin that uh, went for Donald Trump this year. First time in decades the county has uh, gone for Donald Trump. Uh, And the rural divide, not the rural-urban divide, but the rural divide between the left and the right that is making itself known in uh, rural counties around the country. Stick around. We'll be back with more 40 Acres and a Fool right after this. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards on the Blaze Radio Network. 